Hey guys, Anna Victoria here, and I'm so excited for you to join me on my podcast, Your Best Life. I'm the CEO and founder of the FitBody app, a fitness influencer, and a personal trainer. Every week, I'm going to have a special guest that will share their unique experience and unique story to share how they learned how to live their best life, even if they're still working on it, since we are all a work in progress. I can't wait to help you learn how to create your best life. Welcome back to another episode of Your Best Life Podcast. Anna Victoria here. And Luca here as well. Our guest today is Nikki Robinson, who is a fitness influencer, motivational speaker, wife, nutrition expert, and woman's empowerment guru. So I am so excited to talk to Nikki because she is so inspiring. Like all you need to do is take one look at her Instagram and her workout videos and you are like... I need to go to the gym. Yeah. Like you, you, just, you just can't help but get that reaction. Yeah, totally. Let's go lift weights now. Yeah, Luca, I think she lit. No, 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 no. I don't think. I know. She lifts more than you. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's <laughs> not the hard even, but yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, she's, she's so motivating. And I, I can't wait to dive in to learn more about her and her story and how she got to where she's at. And even like some struggles that she's, you know, been through and overcome. So here is my conversation with Nikki Robinson. Hi, Nikki. How are you? I'm good, Anna. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so first, do you want to let everyone know kind of who you are and what you're about? Absolutely. So um, my name is Nikki, and um, I go, I'm on Instagram. That's like my, ma- my major platform that I use. Um, I go by Golden Fitnick. Um, I do, I pretty much showcase fitness, wellness. Um, I love showcasing to women primarily that it's okay to hit some heavy weight and to go completely beast mode, go hard and just love the process and the transfer, how it transforms your body and just, um, just loving being a strong woman. Yeah. I have to say, Pretty much any video you post, it doesn't matter. I am sitting there looking at my phone, jaw dropped, like, (laughs) oh my gosh. Like, you are so, you're so strong. You're so badass. Like, you are so motivating. And like, being eight months pregnant, I can only lift so much. I am still working out and straight training. But, you know, I want to take it a little bit easy. And I'm just finding myself like watching your videos. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go work out. I want to go strength train. I want to go lift. Like it's so motivating. So was that always kind of the direction of your workouts or did it, what was your intro into the fitness world? I was always an athlete, you know, growing up, I was an athlete, but I was never like a lifter. I was just, you know, I ran track, I played basketball, um, but it never just hit the weight room. That was not something that was uh, an interest of mine. And it wasn't until after college, I just kind of went, I would say that kind of downhill spiral. Um, just, I had really bad eating habits um, that kind of translated from college over. And um, I was kind of, I was at my heaviest at that time. I was just completely unhealthy. And I knew at that time, I was like, okay, I have to make a change. And so it was more so a gradual transition. So I just started with mostly doing cardio. I didn't know anything about weightlifting at all. I I was actually that, I was that person that was afraid to go in the free weight section yeah. just because I was intimidated. I was like, those are for like the, the experts 
the professionals, the experts. So I'm just going to stay away. Um, It wasn't until I would say four years ago, I ended up going to this one class that was kind of like a mix between CrossFit and strength training. And that completely challenged me like more than I've ever been challenged before. And so, but I was hooked. I was like, you know, something about this I love. And then um, I just kept going and my confidence started building up. I was like, you know, I don't have to be afraid of the weights. This is awesome. And I'm seeing other women doing it as well. And um, it's just been history since. Yeah, I think that how you said that, like you did cardio in the beginning and you're scared of the weights. Like that is, I feel like probably... I, I don't want to say 100% of women. I don't I, mm. I never say that something is, you know, 100%, but the large majority of women have that same experience because in society, you know, up to now at least I think things are changing a little bit yeah. finally. Um but you know, we've always been told, you know, like oh, don't get too bulky or yep. like don't let the weights like, you know, and obviously like the science behind that is like proves that women do not get bulky like men do. And, and, and hey, if you do want to get bulky, go for it. You know, like there's exactly. nothing wrong with, with you know, wanting your body to look a certain way. But we have been told this message about, you know, don't go too crazy in the gym. I remember, oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever shared this. When I started my fitness journey in 2012 um, after college, but in college, you know, like you, you hear all of your girlfriends talk about like, oh, I'm going to go work out. And that for me, it was like the last thing on my mind. I was like, I don't care about working out. You know, I just, it was, I wasn't in that world yet in that mindset. And I remember one day in my apartment complex, there was a gym and I went inside and I looked around and I saw an elliptical mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I mean, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to hop on the elliptical. <laughs> I was on there for five minutes and I was like, Nah, I'm good. I got off and I went to the cafe next door to eat and get a sandwich. And I just, that was literally my, it's such like a simple experience. It was my first time ever looking at going into a gym and I defaulted to the cardio equipment, you know, because that was what I felt like, well, this is what girls are supposed to do. This is what I hear about all my friends. And this was probably back in 2010. So two years prior to my fitness journey, but, um, there's definitely a new movement of yeah. women who are strength training and who are, you know, empowering their themselves um, through their workouts. So was there ever a point for you that like, did you ever fall into that mindset of like, oh, I don't know if I want to lift too much. Like, I don't want to get bulky. Or were you like, I'm going for it? You know, in the very beginning, I was more so, yeah, I'm going for it. Yeah. Um it it started like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was like my, one of my good friends, she was like, you should get on Instagram. And so I started, <laughs> I got on Instagram and then, uh, didn't realize that there was going to be so many comments, not just like positive, but then, then there comes the negatives. Like, you know, again, don't do too, you're doing too much. And, you know, you're going to look like a guy that you're too, that's, you know, you're, do you want to look like a man? And I had to, it, it started taking a toll on me a little bit. And I started really reevaluating, like, is this something I'm supposed to do? Um, but then it just got to the point. I was like, and, and look, and I had an awesome coach. Now, my, my coach, he he was just hands down, like, who cares what they say? Like, you need to yeah. like bust that off. I just said, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm like, this is what I love to do. Um, it makes me feel good. I'm like, it, it just, I, I just love it. And so I'm, I'm just going to go. 
I had that shift happen. And then now I'm just at that point where I'm like, I don't care what anybody says. I love it. I want other women to, and I love that I'm seeing other women embrace it as well. And they're just like, how do I get into it? I want to do that as well. And they're just encouraged to not be afraid of that free weight section. Yeah. And I think that that's such a freeing experience to go through, like aside from it pertaining to your fitness journey, but just to get to the point where you're like, I don't care <laughs> you know, what people think. Like that's what every woman deserves. And, you know, actually when you just said that you were receiving some negativity, honestly, I was surprised because when I look at you, I'm just in such awe in, in, oh. of your workouts and I'm just so like, she is so amazing that I do forget that some, unfortunately there are people that, you know, aren't on board with that. So I, I, I do think though that we're kind of getting more and more away from that idea of like, don't work out or, you know, um, so you have something called an, the Amazon movement. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, and this is helping to contribute to that idea of, you know, empowering women to strength train. Can you talk a bit about that? Absolutely. So I, I'm trying, I don't even know exactly where that came from, but, uh, <laughs> and I think, um, I just, one day, all of a sudden I just, uh, um, as I'm just kind of building and I make, I'm just looking at pictures of myself and I just like, you know, I just love how my physique is turning out. And, and I just yeah. thought about like Amazon woman. I think I saw a cartoon one time that, <laughs> talked about, that had it. And I just started saying, you know, like, Hey, you know, I want to be an Amazon woman. It's just kind of explaining what it is. I'm like, Amazon women are strong. We love being strong. We love having, you know, a, a nice muscular tone physique like and we don't you know we don't care we're like we're, we're badasses we're just gonna go out there and um it just kind of started catching on and people and other, other women I want to be an Amazon I want to be an Amazon what does it take to be an Amazon and um but I didn't realize that there was such um desire um for women who are who are like I I embrace that I want that and in hearing um just kind of share just some of the stories of deep like um, instant messages and emails that I've received from women who would say, um, before I came across your page, I was depressed or I, you know, I hated how I looked and this and the other, but, and then, uh, they would have people in their lives who would say, don't go, don't lift too much. Don't do this, don't do that. But they were like, you completely turned my idea around and I'm not afraid of the gym anymore. I go in there. I want to lift weights. I want to lift heavy. And that's, I think that's been the most rewarding part is just to see that freeing of, of the, the mind of people kind of putting themselves in a box and saying, you know, I'm getting out of this box. Yeah. And I'm sure it's also rewarding for you to know that you've had that type of impact on people. And that's not something to take lightly. That's really amazing. Yeah. And I actually, it reminds me, you know, you're right. There's so many people that they're kind of, uh, I don't know if I could say belittled, but discouraged on their fitness journey by people in their life that don't know anything about fitness. And, um, another story I don't think I've ever shared, um, early 2012, or it might have been mid-2012, because I remember I was living in China at the time, and that's where I started my fitness journey, randomly. Um, (laughs) One of my close girlfriends told me, I'm going to start entering bikini competitions. Mm -hmm. And this was pre-my fitness journey. And I, like, I had the reaction of... (gasps) no, don't, don't like, don't, don't get, you know, don't gain too much muscle. Like she's, she's, you know, and like, I look back on that and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just, I didn't know any better because I was just conditioned by what society 
you know, would tell me that, you know, a woman should do for working out. And when I, when she said bikini or like bodybuilding competitions, you know, my mind automatically went to the most extreme side. Yeah. And really she was doing like the base level, like bikini, like physique, you know? Um, and you know, I, I try to reflect back on that, that experience and that thought that I had, because a lot of people who say those things, sure, there are some people that are malicious and you don't need any of that in your life, but there are some people that just don't know. They don't know that for women, strength training is it, it tightens, it tones and sculpts your body. You don't, we, women don't have the testosterone in their body right. for us to gain muscle like men do. The women that you see that are bodybuilders, that are, do have a lot of muscle, it takes years yes. and years <laughs> and years. It's not like you lift up a weight, you know, and you become Popeye, you know. Exactly. And so, you know, I, I think for anyone listening that is going through that feeling discouraged by their family members um it is absolutely frustrating and it's not okay but i also i would like to encourage them to just realize and and to lead by example and to share the message that hey okay like i understand your concern but like this is why i'm working out i'm not looking you know again i hate saying i'm not looking to get bulky because again if you want to go for it you know that shit you shouldn't have to apologize for how you want your body to look but I, I, I guess the the correct message is more so just to take that as an opportunity to help them, to to educate them, and to let them know why you are working out. Um, unfortunately, we know that not everyone receives that, you know, in the same way. And mm-hmm. did you ever have anyone in your family say anything like that to you, or did you feel like you got a good amount of support? Honestly, I would say I I. I... I was fortunate enough to get a good amount of support. Um, a lot of my family, they would also kind of, they were kind of watching the journey at the same time. And they were just like, oh my gosh, like, 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 where did you get that from? Like, you, what, what side of the family did you come from? Because <laughs> um, no one, no one really trains like how I trained it. Um, but uh, they've always been super supportive. I don't think I've received any um, backlash or feedback from my family. It was just more so from just strangers, but I'm like, eh, who cares? Um, having that support does help push you along, but you still have to remind yourself that, you know, I'm doing this for me, you know, regardless. So absolutely. And, and, you know, I, I do appreciate you saying that because my husband, Luca, he was the one really encouraging me, um, to take care of myself. It wasn't like you need to go to the gym or you need to start eating this. You know, it's more like, hey, you're having health problems. It might be because you don't take care of yourself, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. which was the truth. And without that support, I do think it would have been pretty hard. But at the end of the day, like, he's not the one that's always pushing me. Sometimes I'm pushing him, <laughs> you yeah. know? And you, ha- you do have to dig deep down and figure out why you're doing it. Otherwise, you know, it's going to be a bit of a yo-yo cycle and up and down. And that actually brings me to my next question, um, the mental aspect of the yeah. journey. So you talked a bit about like the um, confidence that it gave you. Um, how do you find that working out in your journeys helped your mental well-being? It taught me that, you know, if I just keep pushing myself in anything I do, um, it doesn't matter if it's with, with work, with business, whatever it is. If you just go and you go hard, um, then it just it translates over. And so um, I found myself definitely more confident. I would say where I was five years ago to where I am now, I'm like, it's it's night and day. I, I really feel as though 
anything I put my mind to. I know it sounds so cliche, but it's like anything I put my mind to, I can just do it. And um, I'm grateful for the naysayers and those who are saying, you know, who told me, you know, you shouldn't do X, Y, and Z, or you're going to whatever, just because any, I mean, now if I hear negativity from any level, I'm just push it to the side. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, I know I got this. I know I can do it. And so yeah. th that's why I always encourage people, you know, once you start pushing yourself physically, whether it's in the gym, outside the gym, it's amazing how you'll really see that translate over to all areas of life, how your confidence builds, your discipline builds. I mean, there's stuff that, you know, it's easy to say yes to. It's easy to say no to. And even how you interact with um, with individuals, because I didn't realize even five years ago, I was such a yes person. Like I would, you know, wow. and I didn't realize that then, you know, as much of I was a very much a people pleaser. But now I'm just at the point where I'm like, you know, that doesn't resonate with me or that doesn't fit with me. No, I'm not doing that. And so it's a great confidence builder. Um, I'm grateful for fitness. I mean, a lot of people just see it as, oh, you're just trying to train your body and that's it. I'm like, no, it goes mm -hmm. so much deeper than that. I always say this journey is so much more mental than it is physical. Yeah. Like your mind is going to give up way before your body is. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize in the beginning, especially if they join for more aesthetic reasons, mm -hmm. which again, I don't ever want to knock anyone that's starting for any reason. I feel like there was kind of a trend in the fitness and in the Insta fitness community, which <laughs> is separate from the real fitness community. Um, but where in the beginning of Insta really blowing up, everything was about aesthetics and like yeah. look how amazing everyone looks. And then it kind of transitioned to, I think maybe because of like more of the like Insta versus reality coming to light, which is a great, a great mm -hmm. thing. But then it almost went to knocking people for wanting to look good. And yeah. I struggled with that because like, you know, I, you know, in you as well, I'm sure like we help women transform their lives, which does transform their bodies. And mm. like, that's not to say that, that that is the only goal. We know that there's so many other aspects to it. But a lot of people from the outside looking in would see transformation photos and bash on them and say like, hey, like, why are you encouraging women to change? Like, it's so much more than that. Yeah. And like, I even like kind of had a hard time for a while. Like, how do I celebrate this woman's accomplishments without a photo on a photo sharing platform, you know? And so I've always really <laughs> tried to be cognizant of sharing the story and the message behind it and all the empowerment that comes with it and how it changes their, changes their lives. I've had women come to me and say like that they left abusive relationships because mm, of the fitness journey because yes. the strength that they got that they left jobs that they hated. Like that is no joke. Like that's, yes. a, that's a serious life changing, you know, just mentality that you get from your fitness journey. And that's what it's about. Absolutely. And like, Hey, who doesn't want to look good? Like, there's nothing wrong with right. that. You know, like there's that, I feel like we, we kind of begin, there was a movement, at least from what I saw, I don't know if you experienced this, but I saw people kind of like, you know, demonizing, you know, losing weight and, mm. you know, and wanting to go after physical goals. And so I do think that if you are only after physical goals, that's where it is, you know, it's just not going to be a, a long-term healthy journey, you know? Yes. Did you experience things like that on your page as well? Yes. I can say, um, you're correct when you say, um, when it comes to just, when you just focus on the physical, 
you're right. It just yeah. it's going to dwindle down. You're going to lose focus, or you're gonna you're gonna lose interest very quick. Yeah. You have to figure out what your why is. And mm-hmm. again, I know it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. It's the truth. Yeah, it's and um, I realize that again going through the process because it is a process. Um, just seeing the changes um, within myself, and then seeing the changes in others around me, and how they've they were able to um, again build confidence or just make make those life um, altering decisions that are just yeah. that they wouldn't have made before. I've seen that shift happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and is this your main job as a trainer or being on a personal trainer on on Instagram or? No, I actually um, I'm I work in healthcare. I've worked in healthcare for years. That's actually that's like another big passion of mine. I just yeah. I love the healthcare industry. So I'm actually an operations director for um, a behavioral health center. So I we work oh. directly with um, little kids that were diagnosed with autism oh. and helping them kind of. Um, you know, work through specific um, areas that are more challenged that that other um, quote unquote normal kids don't really help. But I love it. I love see. I just love working with these kids and love seeing the um, the transformations happen, even with them at such a young age. It's 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 awesome. Wow, that is a lot on your plate because <laughs> yes. Instagram is a full time job and working out is a full-time job <laughs> sometimes. So how do you manage all of that? Ooh, okay. So it is a juggling act because yeah. um, um, I'm actually over two uh, clinics in the Dallas-Fort Worth region. And so I'm traveling to do two different areas. Um, I work out when I can work out. So it's in the evening, or early in the morning. Or in the weekends, I just find time. And I always say, you know, a lot of stuff that people see on Instagram, um, it's just kind of small snippets of my workout. So, you know, I, you know, do my cardio in the morning. Um, You know, when it comes, one thing I love about fitness is you, when it becomes a lifestyle, you just kind of fit it in where you can. So um, I don't know how I juggle. I don't know how I manage, (laughs) honestly, but it gets done. Yeah. Amazing. Well, seriously, huge kudos to you. And that's amazing that you're doing something that is such an amazing job for, for, for the community, you know, for people Mm -hmm. and for kids. That's really amazing. Yes. So now how about with the pandemic and the quarantine, how has that kind of shifted um, your routine and affected both of your jobs? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know with our, with my job, you know, we were considered essential and so we didn't shut down. So it was just kind of business as usual. Um, Of course, there was a lot of different protocols that we had to place like other businesses, but I was still going to work. Um, Of course, with the gym shutting down, that was one thing I just started, you know, like everybody else started working out at home and um, that's, that's been great. But, um, I started missing the weights, but I have some awesome, yeah. awesome friends. One of my good friends, she actually has a lot of equipment in her garage. That's what a lot of the videos that I've been posting lately is from the garage workout. So we all just kind of head over to her garage and just and start and just lift. Um, that's just kind of new. I actually love working out in the garage more than the gym, honestly, yeah. at this point. <laughs> I really think I'm falling in love with, with garage workouts. It's just, it's crazy. I, I don't think I'm going to, even with the, the gym's open back up, but I really just... 
kept up with that. When I, so I've seen a lot of those gym workouts and I uh, love them because they're so raw. They're yes. so like real and raw. They're not the like Insta pretty, which, you know, like of like, oh, let me get this right angle, the right lighting, or like, <laughs> let me have a super relaxed face while I'm deadlifting, you know, like they are like, but that's what's so motivating. That's mm-hmm. what's so inspiring because that's, that's how people are really working out, you know, mm-hmm. like they're, they're getting it in where they can and, and yeah, so I think that's amazing. And and I do think that this, you know, the quarantine and everything has kind of really opened a lot of people up to different ways of working out in different, yeah. different locations or just different environments. And, you know, if, if you, if you want it bad enough, like you're going to make it happen if it's Absolutely. part of your routine. So that's great. So one question I have for you is regarding diversity in the fitness space and in, yes. in, within Instagram. So do you feel like there is enough diversity currently? I guess when we talk about diversity, I, I always wonder, and um, I know some of my friends who are also um, um, black men, black women, we, we, we have these conversations as well. Sometimes mm-hmm. we do not feel like we are represented on other and major platforms like we see other races. And so that's why there's been um, creations of platforms specifically for um, uh, um, men and women of color. And so um, I think with everything that's been happening, this movement that's happening with Black Lives Matter, we've started seeing, um, or you started seeing the spaces opening up and people are starting to, you know, um, support one another more often um, than before. Now, is there still a long way to go? Absolutely. I mean, I think there's always work to be done, but um, I believe recognition is starting to to happen. It's not, it's, I'm not going to say it's not easy. I, one thing about me is I, I know that I just, I do this not for the recognition or platform. I just do it because I'm, I'm genuinely passionate about, passionate about fitness and about yeah. lifting, uh, you know, Whoever's meant to see it is going to see it. And um, I would just love to um, see all races, all, you know, everybody um, just expand and grow in this. And I think um, with everything that's happening, in light of everything that's happening, we're going to see an increase. Yeah, I agree. And I've loved seeing like everyone coming together and like really highlighting, like you said, and and just giving... um, just, you know, giving it, uh, I don't, I don't know how to say it because I always don't want to say the wrong thing, you know, but like really just like giving, um, exposure to, to those who, who are, you know, from different races or different backgrounds, because like, for example, for me, like I'm, I'm just one white woman, like, you know, like so many, what there, and I have followers from all over the world. They're, they're only going to relate and identify with me to a certain point. And I've always wondered like how, like, what can I do? Like kind Mm. of like more just like, um, kind of casual thoughts here and there of like what, you know, like, um, what can I do in terms of my community, you know, with like Mm. helping other women from all races feel more comfortable. And it's actually uh, funny because I did a podcast, um, with Dasha Polanco, who's uh, from Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that podcast was a few days before everything started happening. And, um, I wanted to talk to her about diversity, um, in her experience in the, in Hollywood and Orange is the New Black was like a really monumental show for like having people from, from all, you know, races, um, be on the show. And, and at that time, because things hadn't happened yet, I was kind of scared to ask, mm. you know, I was scared. I was like, how do I approach this? 
you know, it's an important conversation, but, you know, uh, I want to be sure that I, I say the right things. And sometimes saying just the only wrong thing you can say is to say nothing, you yeah. know? And so, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that at least right now, like at the very minimum, it's the, we're, we're just at the beginning, I think, I mm-hmm. hope. And, um, so, um, yeah, I, I do think that one of the most beautiful things is just seeing all the people come together and highlight, you know, women of color and, you know, and diversifying their feeds and this and that. So absolutely. Um, so another thing that I've seen you be very vocal about is your faith. So can you talk a bit about that journey? Absolutely. So, um, I've always been a believer. Um, I, you know, grew up in a Christian household and, um, this is, I really believe that it's a part of I me mean, with this platform. Um, a part of my responsibility is not just to showcase fitness, but to showcase not me, not fitness from a physical standpoint, but from a spiritual standpoint as well. Yeah. Um, and just say, and let people know, you know, Hey, it's, it's the Lord that's, that's sustaining me and bringing me through. Um, and if you develop a stronger relationship, um, and, and not just, a stronger relationship with the Lord, but if you just want to get stronger overall, um, it's not just about the physical, it's not even just about mental health. I mean, you really have to find, you know, what is my spiritual um, well-being and how do I connect with individuals? How do I connect with God um, and in my growth? And so um, I really want to showcase fitness from all spectrums. And not just the physical. And so I am very, anybody who knows me um, personally knows that I am uh, vocal about my faith. I'm like, I love Jesus. I love the Lord. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm going to tell you about him if you ask about him. So I love him. And I'm going to continue to talk about him. Well, I have to say it's really inspiring for me because I also was raised in a Christian household. My mom was the principal of our small Christian school. And, um, you know, so I, I, I will say, though, I'm one of seven children and I am probably the only one that is still fairly spiritual. Mm-hmm. I would say some others a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I really attribute that to when I, I went to Christian school up until eighth grade and my dad, um, at this point in time, my mom had moved away for work. I moved in with my dad and he's the one who mainly raised me. And he said, Hey, you know, you have a choice. If you want to go to a public school or to a private school, continue on at the, at the Christian school. I chose the public school. And I really think that having that giving me having that freedom to choose for myself and not have it be forced on me Absolutely. is really one of the big reasons why I still have a relationship with God and I'm spiritual to this day. I will say, um, you know, everyone struggles with their, oh, yeah. you know, their, their relationship. And as I've gotten older and I, I think that I would maybe say I'm more spiritual than, you know, conventionally religious these days. But, you know, having a platform, it's something that I've not, I don't really talk about um, because to be completely honest, I'm not going to call anyone out, but I have a family member who is um, kind of uses it um, more in a preachy negative way of like um, telling you what you should or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of not how I subscribe, what, what I get from it. And I've always been very much like, okay, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to tell other people like, you know, what to do and not saying that sharing about your faith means you're doing that. But because of that, that experience that I've had, I've always been very, you know, I just, I'll, if, if someone asks me about it, oh, I will, I'll go off. Like, I'll tell you all about it, my life yeah. story, <laughs> you know, and I, <laughs> and I love talking about it and it's something I'm proud of, but seeing you be so vocal about it is something that is really inspiring having a platform. So 
the name of the podcast is Your Best Life. And the main message that I want to get across is that there's no such thing as one best life. Um, yes. We all have different life experiences that have led us to living our own version of our best life and, you know, ups and downs. So if there was one experience or one thing that you've learned in your life that has allowed you to live your best life, what would that be? I would say it was the decision. I would say it was right after high school. Um, my parents wanted me to stay in the city and, you know, go go to a local college, just that and the other. And um, I, I did it for a semester, but I was like, I need to break out. I got to go. And so that was the first time where I had to get out of my little coddle, you know, coddle bubble. Mm-hmm. And like, I decided, I was like, I want to go to college and I'm going to go to Houston. So like literally I registered for college in Houston and I just packed up and I left and uh, never lived out of town, never moved. I mean, I literally stayed in the same city uh, or same small town my entire life. And so that was um, in my older brothers have two older brothers. They kind of stayed in the same town as well. And so I was kind of like the youngest, the baby, the only girl. And all, all of a sudden I'm just breaking out. But I honestly am grateful for that because it allowed, even though it was scary, it allowed me to get out of that groupthink mentality. It just, I didn't want to stay somewhere just because everybody else was there. I'm like, I need to break out. I need to figure out what this thing called life is about. And of course, you know, we all have ups and downs in life, you know, go through trials, tribulations, it happens. But um, that was kind of that tipping point to where I realized, you know what, this, this, this world isn't too bad. You know, I can, yeah. I, I can get out and I can go. And um, it's been like that since. Amazing. I actually, similarly, I, I'm, I kind of did the same thing. I moved, I moved, I kind of like dipped my toes in the water. I moved to Sacramento from Northern California, Mm -hmm. which is like 45 minutes away, you know? So it's like a little, a little bit away. And then after about two semesters, I was like, you know what? I got to get out of here. I'm going, I moved to San Diego and went to college there. And, and I really do think that taking those big leaps, I will always stand by this. Taking that first big leap is what sets your, your life on a trajectory to keep doing things that, aren't the status quo or what people expected you doing what you want. Absolutely. So that's amazing. Um, Nikki, can you share um, where everyone can find and follow you? Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram um, and and Facebook. I'm not as active on Facebook as I need to be, but I do have a Facebook page, both under Golden Fit Nick. Uh, that's really where I am. I mostly post on Instagram. And so, um, yeah, go there. Go watch her video, workout videos, if you want to have an absolute fire lit under you to go work out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nikki, thank you. This was amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, stay safe and healthy out there. You too. Thank you, Anna. That was my conversation with Nikki or Golden Fit Nick. Luca, what did you think? I was great. It was absolutely, I, I really want to go to the gym right now. Like I, I, I need to go to the gym, lift weights right now. Yeah. But you know, and while she is so inspiring for like making you feel like you want to get up and do something and go work out, I think that her, her mental approach to things is Very so true. motivating and, and really important to talk about as well, because you know, like women are constantly being told, Hey, don't do this. You don't want to look like this. Like we're being told from everyone else what to and not to with our bodies. And 
you know, she even had to deal with some of that herself and kind of, you know, felt that for a bit. But eventually she said, um, screw you guys. Like, I'm going to do what I want. And that is so important and so motivating. And yeah. especially how it's trickled into other areas of her life. No, I, really, I, I was going to say that I really like when she said that you need to find your why. Yeah. why you are on your fitness journey because you know and that you you also said you know if if your journey is just because you want to look good there is nothing wrong with it but you know it, it you're not gonna go very far what what's your why because if, if you find the, re, the the reason if you if you find your why then your journey is gonna be long term it's gonna be sustainable and you know, you're actually going to get more and even more physical results at the end. No, and that's completely true. And, you know, it's hard because, you know, we know that there's so many women that even join the Fit Body app and join the FBG community just to look good. I get it. Like that, the, the, the unfortunate truth is that there's kind of no way around that. You can't just snap your fingers and change the messaging that women have been receiving from society for years and years and years. Like that is why so many people join the fitness journey. That's okay. But what is most important is what they end up getting out of the journey, that it be so much more than physical, that it be that mental and emotional or, hey, even spiritual strength, like Nikki was saying. And, you know, I mean, I think that's really what it's about. And like you said, like, that's what will ultimately allow you to be on a journey for the longer term and will end up helping you see more physical results. So, um, so guys, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Nikki. I would love to hear what you think. Don't forget to let us know on Facebook and our Facebook group or on Insta. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. And that is it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to share with a friend, spread the word and help us grow our tribe. Please rate and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes each week. You can also follow us on Instagram and join our Facebook group, both under the same name, Your Best Life Podcast, to keep the conversation going. You can also send me an email at yourbestlifepodcast at gmail.com and you just might be featured in a future episode. Your Best Life is a Gallery Media Group original production.